Okay, today is February 22nd, 2019. Welcome to another episode of Silk and Steel. And today we have a very special guest, all the way from Manchester, uh, England. And he has been um, fighting in Syria as a YPG international volunteer for past, um, how long do you say on and off? Maybe three years. Yeah, like a three and a half years. Three and a half years. Uh, but so welcome to the show, Huang Lei. Yeah, hi. Yeah, we've been trying to get this、uh, meeting set up for a long time, and and、uh, I'm finally, I'm just so glad that you know we can make it happen. You have a very fascinating story.、Um, you know, you are you are British Chinese.、Um, you, you, originally, you were born in China.、Um, so I just want to like give our audience maybe like a little little bit of your background story. So let me ask you some questions. First of all, where were you born in China? Yeah, I was born in like a Sichuan province in Chengdu. Uh, you know, Chengdu is actually one of my favorite city because、uh, you know I'm born in Chongqing, which is like you know like the the other city in used to be in Sichuan province. So so like culturally, we're 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 basically we're bros because you know we're from the same <laughs> we're from the same culture cultural environment. So how old were you when you first、uh, went to to UK? I first went to UK. Um, it's about like a seven or six. Be- before that, I was moved to Hong Kong. From Hong Kong, moved to UK. Okay, so so you 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 moved、uh, there as a child.、Um, you know, I myself, I, I came to United States when I was thirteen years old. So we we kind of have that similar background. From there, our paths diverge a little bit because you know you 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 went to university,、uh, but then what happened? I went to university to study like a、uh, international politics, and、uh, trying to study more politics to learn what happened to the world. And、uh, you know, it's not a lot of Chinese people in UK to study like、uh, politics or going go inside of the British politics. So I want to try something different. So I studied there. Then while I'm study in university, I saw like、uh, my second year, yeah, end of my second year, my professor show us a video about the in you know the BBC make a small five minutes video clip、uh, mm-hmm. in two thousand fourteen, yeah, you still can find that in two thousand fourteen, and、uh, they talk about how ISIS, what is ISIS, and how they grew up. Then I was study watch that, and、uh, in very end of two thousand fourteen, right. Uh, our teacher t-、uh, show us a small like a、uh, video about like、uh, who is fighting against ISIS, and、uh, that is the first time I find out about the YPG, YPG, and、uh, the first image I see about of like you know Kurdish people is、uh, one of the YPG like a female like a martyr, right? What we call Shehi, like、uh, her sacrifice herself for her squadron to retreat to the Kobani city. Because during that time, still fighting Kobani, and、uh, you know she sacrificed sacrificed herself for entire group to go back, and、uh, you know and、uh, this this really touched me right. And is we are same age, 
and she is doing something to protect her people and protecting you know her, the world. So that's why I get more more interesting about the YPG. What's happening like in the Middle East? Apparently, like I'm studying like Middle East, like、uh, politics and British politics. So I'm really getting into that. And this is I、uh, this this one particular YPG fighter you're talking about. I believe her name is Erin Merkan, right? And she was a YPG commander who sacrificed herself, basically、um, blew herself up in order for her unit to to、uh, break out of the ISIS siege and reach safety. Right? I remember that that was a big story.、Um, Back then, and yes, she she was.、Uh, according to Wikipedia, it says she was either twenty or twenty-two. Was that how how old you were when you first heard the story? Like、uh, I was like a twenty, like in terms of fourteen, I was twenty-one. Okay, yeah, so similar age as you.、Um, and and this is this her. She died around October twenty fourteen. That was like in the heat of the. The most、um, intense battle for Kobani. What made you then decide to go go to Syria after watching that video? I was thinking, right, why some girl like Simaj, the me, and、uh, she can do something like this, and、uh, I'm setting the nice, warm, comfortable classroom to study politics. So、uh, I'm thinking, is this not really how to study politics? And、uh, during that time, I'm doing more research, find out what is YPG, how it's going there. Then I was so shocked about what happened over there, because YPG was like a kind of like red faction or like a communist socialism, right? right. And、uh, I was thinking in Middle East, I never heard of like a, a successful, you know, communist revolution over there, and、uh, they actually like a successful did it and、uh, start fighting against ISIS, fighting against like、uh, the FSAs. So I was really surprised about that. I was thinking before, you know, people told us, especially in Western world, we've been heard like, oh yeah, communists are bad. Oh yeah, this is good, because we, because the politics, like the theory, was good, but they use it for different people for the politician. So they make that like the theory makes the system come back. It's not the system bad because the people. So that's why I want to find out more what happened over there. I wanted to learn about the politics to see how it's going. Also, I wanted to see how is the revolution going and how it's doing stuff. The second one, I want to go over there to fight against ISIS. So most of the you know British like、uh, fighters, right? We all have share same ideas. Like we're so close to them because Europe always been the target of them. The seven seven London bombing and in this few years they're bombing all the stuff is not happening. Be the ISIS, be the extremism. So I want to go there to you know to fight against them to prevent you know they come back to our home every year more than one hundred like you know British citizen they being arrested because they wanted to join ISIS and even now you know when we just finish almost finish the ISIS right we will just find out here's more than two hundred British British ISIS still in Syria they just captured by YPG SDF. And、uh, you know they want to come back. Yeah. Speaking of which, there was a famous case of a British girl, right? Um, uh, I forgot what her name was. Um, but she was, uh, you know, basically her face is all over social media, all over British press. 
she she just had a kid and now she was begging to come back to 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 Britain. What is like how 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 did you feel when you saw that news? Yeah, she was really famous in UK right now, and、uh, she also famous in two thousand fifteen. Because what happened, right? And、uh, her name is like Shmima Begum from Bangladesh. Like you know, she's like a second generation of you know the family, right? Yeah. So, uh, she with her two of her friend went to join ISIS, become like you know very famous. You know the news in two thousand fifteen, and everybody knew them because they wanted to be like the the how to say that the jihadists. You know the fighters, the wife. They wanted. No, they told the news. Told everyone, say, yeah, we we wanted to go there. We wanted to join them to give their baby, like God bless, baby, some shit. Then she, they went there, and right now the ISIS is almost finished. And、uh, she was saying, oh no, we have no life over there. She want to come back home. You know, UK is her home. She's a UK citizen. And、uh, right now here is creative people. Yeah, and the fact that she actually went to. Syria after 2014. That means she watched all the videos. She knew what was going on. You know, she saw. You know, she must seen the same videos that you you've seen, right?、Um, except she, her her decision was to go over there and join ISIS, whereas you decide to go go over and decide to take arms against ISIS. Like both of you were, you know, like a second generation.、Um, An immigrant to UK, and and you guys just choose a complete opposite path.、Um, so I I'm like now I'm more interested about you.、Um, what so what what how how did you go?、Um, so after you made the decision that you want to find out more about YPG and、uh, in Middle East, and you want to fight ISIS. How did you actually get in touch and 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 sign up? How how did that process happen?、Uh, you know, in the beginning, here's no like a really context for YPG to like international to join YPG. Like、uh, here's the first group for like、uh, the internationals. They when they heard about the Kobani fighting, because that was big news in US. So they first take action. They went to there to join them. Then. A、uh, second group going, and、uh, you know he has more people to join, so they make a project thinking about bring more international to join them to fight against them. Then I was very lucky, you know, when they just created their, you know, their Facebook web web page called Lines of Rojava. I was so,、uh, I was,、uh, you know, I saw that page. Then I was、uh, reading more. Then I would say, yeah, I want to join. So I. Like you know, I contact them, then ask them what happened, then I can join. Then say yeah, no problem. Then I get a ticket. Then I flew over there to fight, fight for you know freedoms, all this stuff. Wow, actually, I I remember that Facebook page, Lying of Rojava, and I remember one of the guy that started the page.、Uh, I believe he's American,、uh, Jordan Matson, and he was actually being interviewed.、Uh, Quite extensively in U.S. media because he was the first American international volunteer that fought for YPG, and、uh, you 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 got to know him, right? You got to know him quite well after you、uh, you moved to Syria, right? Because you know、um, he was like、uh, first, like、uh, the international was on the social media, 
and uh, he was the first one, like, uh, you know, calling for help for the international to stand up to against, you know, ISIS. So he's really famous, like, uh, you know, very beginning, because a lot of people come for him. A lot, like, America asked me, hey, do you know Jordan Manson? Yeah, 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 I know him. Wow, he's a hero for our country. Blah, blah, blah. A lot of people, you know, in the beginning, a lot of people come for to see him and uh, to join the fight, you know. Okay, so after you went over, uh, first of all, how did you get into the country? How did you get to Syria? Because, I mean, I, I imagine, you know, there, there was no direct flight into Kobani, obviously, right? Like, how did you get there? You know, like uh, the routine, right? Because, you know, I've been asking to, you know, keep a secret about the routine, but the uh, you know, uh, I first go into another country from another country, then I was contact, you know, YPG. The YPG have like the uh, local, you know, the people, right? So they was asking them to like uh, send us to cross a border. Then we cross a border, then go through the, it's quite in little, little, little bit illegal, right? Then we, we cross the border, we almost get a shot as well. Then, I just wanted to, you know, to join the YPG. Okay, so you risk your life, uh, finally made into Northeast Syria. Um, you were in the, I believe it was, you were, you were in the Al Jazeera uh, cantum, right? There were three, so there were three uh, cantons under Kurdish control in 2015. Um that's when you went, right? In the beginning of 2015, is that correct? Yeah, like in beginning, right? We cross the border. Uh, we, you know, cross a, uh, a Tiger, Tiger is a uh, river. Then we into like uh, the first place I stop is like uh, you know in Jizya Canton, and uh, we stop the place called Windy Hill because that was like a very like a big hill in entire area. So. Well, we up in the morning, so the place, I just can't believe it. Like, we actually made it, like, you know, cross the border. Because if you cross the border, like, they have border control. And uh, during the crossing, like, uh, here's some, like, uh, you know, uh, people was shooting uh, in the air. I don't know, like, they saw that also or no, but uh, that was quite dangerous. That's the first time I feel, like, myself in the danger. You know? Yeah, we're, we're not in, in Manchester anymore. <laughs> for yeah. sure. Um, so, what happened after they um, uh, shepherded you into the YPG control area? What, like, did they send you to school? Like, what, what was the first thing that happened to you guys? Uh, like, the first thing, right, when we arrived, like, you know, the first day we arrived, like, they show us around, like, their place and say, yeah, you guys was... You know, we send you to like there's some weird people can't understand you guys, you know, because during that time, like uh, seven of us, we cannot speak any Kurdish or Arabic, just English, but, uh, but they can't speak, you know, English, right? So they just, uh, yeah, we just use the hand language. So they wave their hands, they come like, uh, you know, uh, come, come, that's all the English they can't speak, right? And as uh, they come, come, then. Then make it like a, some like a hand language. Say yeah, eat. So we had some food. Then say yeah, okay. They they point to cars. So it means yeah, maybe they tell us to move. Then every, all of us just jump in the car. They straighten us to one of the trading uh, camp. Like uh, that trading. How wait? How big was your group? Um, 
we like our group is quite big for the third group to go into like a series, but uh, we separate for two group, right? First group go first, like second group go after a few days, you know, cross a border. So I was in the second group. So all of my guru about sixteen or fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. Oh wow! Okay, and and all of you are English speakers. Yeah. So from all over the world, from Holland, from like Britain, Spanish, Canada, American, and uh, you know, almost like all of the Western world come there. Even like some Polish, uh, still there. It is a fascinating, right? Seeing like a, uh, this group like a in, like kind of really like international. It's not only American, not there. I was thinking about oh, yeah, everyone is from American because you know. Uh, the Jordan did is like uh, in the interview. Uh, he did all the interview in American, so mostly it would be American. But I was so surprised. All of the like you know Europe, the American, they come to we, we unite together to fight against this evil. I I imagine in the beginning, um, you know, people probably have all kind of reason to join YPG, right? They're probably. Uh, people who went there, all they want to do just to fight ISIS.、Um, probably some people who just want to fight, and some people just there for basically war, war tourism, right? And and then then there's some more dedicated, like ideologically inclined、um, fighters, right? Is that is that correct? Is my hunch? Yeah, about like right. Like a. Um,、uh, for our group, right? For for my first time, two thousand fifteen, the first tour, right? Like uh, here's some people actually really come for war tourists. Cause what happened, right? Cause while I'm going, I just get a like small, you know, bag, carry bag, and all this stuff. Then I was wearing like a hiking shoes, hiking boots. That's the only boot I got, right? And uh, my mobile phone. That's it. I have no nothing else. Cause I don't know. We're talking about. People's motivation for joining the YPG.、Um, go ahead. So you know, like、uh, in my group, right?、Um, some people really come for just you know to get famous or just want to see the action. Because you know, all I have right is just mobile phone and、uh, some like clothes. I was wearing my hiking pants, hiking boots. That's it. And、uh, this dude, right? He got like like two, like a、uh, you know GoPro. GoPro, like you know, the camera, right, and one of the hand camera. I was thinking, what the hell? This guy is coming for what? Just come for like a shooting movie, or just really come for the fight? But、uh, <laughs> you know, turn out he actually really just come for the waters, because、uh, he stayed there for three weeks and he actually left. Through that time, right, uh, YPG have like a weird rule, right? Uh, they want more international come to fight for them, and、uh, they wanted to you know help the world to know what happened over there. So they give like offer, right? So if you get,、uh, you know can come to Rojava fight for YPG, don't matter how long, right? You fighting for, they will pay your flight ticket, right, and、uh, send you back home. So a lot of people from the American right spend like you know one thousand dollar or two thousand dollar fly over there, right? Just stay there for two three weeks. Just want to see the action. Say, okay,、mm, okay, that's dangerous. Okay, that's enough for me. I'm not stay here. I gotta fuck out of here. So pay my flight ticket. So this happened a lot, really a lot. You know, some like a people, right? The Spanish boy, he was come for the political. He he it, like he was announcing, yeah, I'm like a, 
com companies from Spain, right? And there are a lot of people, you know, during that time, most people just come for the fighting. So he was like a really rare to, you know, the two person say, yeah, I'm coming for the political stuff. And uh, I'm, I want to fighting fight, but uh, I also wanted to do some political stuff. And uh, he was like, uh, you know, first one to announce, yeah, I'm a communist. You know, I'm from Spain. I wanted to see the political side, all this stuff. And uh, all the people were just uh, uh, come for the fighting, you know. So, um, I can't say this, this is no good, but uh, yeah, they actually did something. But uh, some people did a really bad thing for the Kurdish people. Some people did really good things, right? But we all come like a good motivation. No, we want like uh, help the people there. We want like uh, let the world know what happened, you know, with ISIS. You know, they are really bad, really evil. They're doing some things not actually human can do. They this like a, uh, if you don't believe like a Muslim, they think you are infidel. So, uh, like uh, you know, in Muslim law, right? I actually study like uh, you know Quran during that time. I read all the Quran, compare with the Bible, all this stuff, right? And uh, in one of the rule, right, they said, uh, if you, uh believer killed like an infidel right if we be like you know because if this uh, infidel did something wrong or something he still don't believe like the Allah or something you have a right to kill him so they have like uh, some ideas that yeah if I kill infidel right I don't get a punishment right so this thing is this is absolutely like a good thing right like no more things for us right Everybody are human. We have human rights, like all over the world. But they think, yeah, if you are slave, you are slave. You are noble, yeah, you are noble, right? If you have blood of like some someone, so you are the highest. You can do whatever fuck you want. So that make a lot of people, you know, to want to join them, join ISIS because they give their power. They never did, you know, back to Middle Evil Age, right? You have like a slave. They actually have like a sex slave there. We can't say like uh, we join good side, but uh, we join the sides we believe are right because uh, we are fighting against those people, right? Just kill innocent people, right? They just like blow up people for no reason because they say, yeah, they are infidel. So here is like uh, a lot of us, we think about trying to stop them, right? No matter, we give our, our, our life for the cause, right? So we just come uh, all over from the world, you know, to join YPG, no matter like what happened to us. Some of the country already said, right, if you join the YPG, you will get a punishment. Uh, during like uh, 2015, UK already changed the law. Uh, uh, they said, right, like uh, uh, anyone join illegally to visit Syria, like uh, to join a foreigner's fight, we're concerned, like, uh, you know, uh, get a punishment. During that time, like, uh, British Parliament was uh, talking about debate that uh, here's still have um, got a real law, but uh, they start using, like, another law to, like, uh, like uh, charge you, you know. And uh, a lot of people think, no, the consequence is still come for that. So here's a lot, like, different type of people, you know, to come to join YPGs. So after you guys arrived, uh, what what did they put you do? I mean, obviously they didn't put you immediately in the front, right? We um, so after you guys got to northeast Syria, like did they 
put you in a camp to do basic training or what? Like, you know, like uh, the day after the show us around straight us to one of the training academy. That place was like uh, original design for the Kurdish, like, uh, you know, fighters training there. But, you know, we, like, uh, we just knew today, like, they didn't prepare for that large of people, right? So they're putting us in one of the academy and uh, they have no, you know, like a spare room for us. So they f- was find like uh, some caravan from ISIS. And, uh, you know, when we get the caravan, right, we still can see a blood and, uh, you know, bullet hole, right? And that we was asking, is that capture from ISIS? They were so proud. Yeah, yeah, yes. How about we got from ISIS? See, they provided the store for us. And we was thinking, oh, shit. We live in like, a, you know, some place, you know, full of, like, you know, was like here's dead body some shit. Uh, then after that, some people come in and speak like a uh, perfectly English, and uh, uh, he was like a cadre, cause uh, so the cadre was like a uh, the people right believe like the ideology and uh, you know like a party member right like uh, you know they believe the apogee you know the uh, Kurdish uh, politics the party right and uh, they sacrifice all their life for their party right so they can't get married so, so they can't drink uh they can smoke right and you know like uh they can't go home because you know they have to sacrifice they already sacrifice all their life for their party or sacrifice their entire life for the cause so whenever like uh, the Kurdish state being liberated and uh, you know the everything being free so they can go back home to live a normal life they can marry can drink do whatever they want but when they in, in still in the revolution, so they can't do anything. Then here was a, like a usual right to see Kurdish people are casual, but it's really unusual for us to see an international special or like a German guy, right? He's from Germany and uh, he speaks perfectly Kurdish and uh, you know English and uh, French some stuff, right? He come to us. He say, yeah, uh, friends, uh, comrades, hello, welcome to there. So. Yeah, this is the first time we have like uh, someone actually can speak, you know, uh, Kurdish and uh, be a translator, right? Then he was uh, not like a Kurdish, like a teacher, right? Uh, teacher us, give, start, give us listen, right? So we was going to, going for the five days training. That was really funny, is right? First day, right? We, in the morning, we teach them how to use the uh, English, uh, AK, right? AK-47. And, uh, you know, we just assemble, disassemble, put them back together, right? Everybody holds a, like, you know, a gun, a rifle, right? We, everybody uh, issue, like, a, a AK, right? But uh, we don't have, like, a fire pin. So this one, just, you know, training rifle, that's what we call. But uh, everything is real. So we was practice that, like, all day. Second day, they teach you how to use machine gun in the morning and afternoon they teach you how to use like SVD curtains that's what we call the sniper rifle the third day right they, in the morning they teach you how to use like a you know, grenade RPG the fourth day they teach you how to use like a, a, a first day and uh, you know some like basically cursory uh, class uh, cursory language class the fifth day right you just get a rest right and the fifth day they will send you to the front so who was heard that say what the fuck why you just give five day training about all this stuff so your phone must be bad then we finish all the five days quite really 
the time going really fast, right? Because everything's so interesting, so new to you, and、uh, here's a a lot of people come to visit visit us, right? Because they heard, oh, here's a group like an international, right? Come to join the YPG to help them. Every day we see different commander or different like people, right? Like even even local journalists, right? Like the Korean news that come to see us, right? Wow, you guys are so amazing! Some stuff, so that makes some people, right, in our group of staff feel, yeah, I'm the savior, right? I'm、uh, like a hero for the Korean people. So they start thinking like this stuff. So they start creating like you know like a arrogant. Grew inside of them, and、uh, they think, yeah,、uh, we better than everyone else. So turn out in the front is a different story. What happened?、Uh, did did they send you to the front right after five days? Yeah, like a、uh, in the fifth day, right? Here's a、uh, two like a、uh, vans that come in to pick us up, right? And、uh, we in two group, right? And、uh, one group in those van, one group in this van, and、uh, some like two two of the Toyota. You know, the escorts to the front. Then we straight in the same day, right? We straight going to like some of the base. Uh, no, we actually first go to Hasaki to issue some like uh, uh, ammunition, some grenades, some stuff. Because before we in the academy, they don't have like a, you know enough rifle, some stuff. Uh, we change uh our gear. We get some like uh. Little bit better stuff, you know, like some not really old ass, like you know, body right, AK body right. So and everybody issue some like you know bags, some stuff to put in, and they say, yeah, uh, where are you about to go? Did you have a firearm training before you went to Syria? I mean, did you some kind of military training at all? Yeah, I was in the British Army for a few years, and、uh, you know, I was doing some training as well. So. Uh, I know the basic, like you know, the military the stuff. But when we go in there, everything's new. Before we use like you know, we're shooting like an M16 or SAT, right? What we call L85 A2 is a standard pressure issue rifle, right? But we go over there, everything is Russian, Russian grenade and a Russian like ammunition or the Russian rifles. So everybody was confused. Uh, how to use that then? We feel like we are the newbies, and、uh, start to use this stuff. Um. So, what happened after fifth day after they send you to the front? He hears some story, right? I just you know, uh, saw my picture. I just remember that the fifth day, right? We was going to Hasaki, right, from like a a Jazeera, right? Uh, we uh that place we call Windy Hill from that the headquarters was straight going to like Hasaki. Hasaki was one of the, you know, the、uh, military base, big military base for the YPG. From there, they have one highway straight going to the place called Tatami, right? Because、uh, when we arrive, fifth day we arrive in Hasaki was late, so they say no, you can't drive on there because if you drive on there, you will get shot because uh, uh, it's funny, right? Here's a highway, right? Left side is YPG, right side, right? All the village on the right side is a dash. That's what we call. Then we get to、uh, change our gear. We get、uh, everything ready, right? And in the fifth day in the morning, about four o'clock, the the sky is getting like a、uh, star, getting light, right? Uh, but it's still dark. But you can um see the road without the light. So we get up very early in the morning, 
and it's so cold, right? Everybody getting in Toyota, nobody in the van because you know the van getting very very slow, right? And uh, we're trying to go in, getting like a、uh, the back back of the Toyota. It's funny, right? He has no arm protection. He has no any anyone doing escort, right? But just about six like Toyota. Full of us. Some sitting inside. Some sitting like a, just a back seat, right? Oh, here's another back seat. Just just back of the Toyota, without roof, without anything. Then we're putting our gear, our supplies, everything on there. Then we straight drive like about uh one hundred seventeen uh kilometer an hour. Sometimes you drive like two hundred, the maximum like two hundred kilometer hours, right? Just trying to get through that area, right? Because that is the only highway you can go to the place. What we call Tetemurai, and、uh, that place was.、Uh... Oh, that's right. Because in 2015, or at least early 2015, ISIS is still quite strong. I mean that you know the the the. the I remember ISIS was not pushed out of Kobani until I think it was either March or April, and and like in May, ISIS、um, actually managed to took. Take take over Palmyra. So so the time that you win, ISIS was strong and it was everywhere. And what you're saying is that that you you are actually physically quite close to where their position is, even though like uh you know, like you, like even to get to where you are, you kind of have to run through hostile territory, right? <laughs> yeah, because you know if. It's funny, right? Like、uh, sometimes we're asking, "Is this village is ours?" They say, "As the Zani have, I don't know have." I said, "What? You don't know? Because you know, here's so many small village. Some village is just a you know about like a ten house or eleven house that kind of village in Middle East, and especially that road, right? The highway, a lot of like you know village over there, and、uh, you know they don't put in like a flap or during that time like a."、Uh, Uh, today you hold this village. Tomorrow I hold this village. So the village just keep change. So they don't know. But、uh, the only way to go into that place like early, right? Just the highway. So we have to go through the highway. When we go through there, the in in during that time, right? We get shot. Then we get like a little bit ambushed, right? Because you know the people see so the about six cars. They think about reinforcement. They start shooting with their machine gun. Then we have to stop in somewhere, right? And、uh, it's close to the place called Tetemurai. And、uh, we stay there like about two, three hours. And some like、uh, the armed vehicle. It's not really armed vehicle. Just like a Toyota with、uh, you know Dushka, twelve millimeter like a、uh, Dushka. They come there. They just shoot them. Then we start driving really fast. That's、uh, like、uh, you know they won't stop, right? And、uh, they drive like not like. For people, for users who might not know what Dushka is, Dushka is a heavy machine gun, like a Soviet-style、um, machine gun that that sometimes it's mounted on the Toyota pickup. Okay, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, it's alright. And、uh, you know, and there's like about three Dushka truck, like a truck, start shooting them, and a、uh, machine gun from outside start shooting them. Then we was waiting behind of the house for a few hours. Then. The driver is so crazy. He drive forwards and doing like you know,、uh, zigzag stuff, right? <laughs> That is so funny. First time I I saw like a Toyota vehicle doing zigzag, you know, going left, right, left, right, just you know, don't go straight. Then we straight like a, he was so crazy drive, and、uh, you know, 
unfortunately, I was sitting on the back of the Toyota. I just throw to the left side, throw to the right side. I just keep holding, right? I try to hold my rifle, but I can't. But at least one of my hand was hold like hold on the vehicle, right? I really worry about. I just got here. I haven't been through any firefighting, right? Or maybe now just get a shot up, but we didn't shoot him back, right? And I don't want to get through off the car, right? Get captured by dash. That's all. Every that that's the only thing I was thinking in my mind. I didn't worry about the shot. Why sometimes you can hear choo, choo, like body fly through like uh, over your head, but uh, I didn't think about that. I was thinking I, I don't want to get through. Off the car, right? Get captured by ISIS. That was so fun in time. But yeah, it's dangerous, but it's fun. So eventually. Wow, that's that's quite of a first. Your first day to the front. Um, I just, I, I so I assume that you guys got all got safely to where you were, right? That then what happened? Yeah, everyone's you know laughing and uh, everybody's saying, "Yeah, that's cool. That's our first fight fight without shooting back, right? We just get a shot." Then we arrived at that place, and uh, in the headquarters, and、uh, the commander said, "Yeah, it's late. You guys ride and uh, uh, going to stay here. It's funny thing, right? And、uh, we just get off the truck, right? And、uh, we stand up like behind. We go through some few houses, right? We get more close to the front because we stop in one of the village, and、uh, the um." The guy, he is some guy, right? And、uh, come from nowhere, and、uh, he 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 he's not a German guy, and so, also is casual, and、uh, he he his name is Shahid. His name is Densos, but、uh, he was get a、uh, kill in 2016. So that's why I'm call him like right now is Shahid Densos, Madrid and Densos. Ah,、uh, he was from like a、uh, German, and he only about say ah、uh, 18. That's what he said, but、uh, he looks so young, right? He said he's eighteen, and、uh, he was、uh, being with the party for a few years, and、uh, he will be our translator, right? And、uh, all of us, right, we went to one of the、uh, garden of the house, right?、And、luckily, the house have wall, and、uh, everybody was、uh, like, you know,、uh, on on the knee, and、uh, you know, trying to take cover, and、uh, the commander and、uh, all the Kurdish people they just stand there and the point. And、um, you know they stand over the middle of the road and they point over there. Yeah, over there is the、uh, ISIS. That's Dash, right? That's enemies. I was thinking, do you? Everybody was you know, in find somewhere to hide or underneath you know composition all this all, all this stuff. And you just stand in the middle of the road and don't give a shit about the sniper or some shit. That commander is really got balls, right? He just walk in and another guy just translate whatever he say. Then. Uh, we've been sleep in two team, right? One team stay in this place, one team go to another place. I was、uh, all the guys, right, and、uh, stay、uh, in one of the nearest like uh, the uh, defense position. Okay, and then <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm like the guy. Well, what's next? What's next? What happened? Oh, okay. So sorry, just get some water. So、uh, we, we we actually don't even have time to get a rest, right? And、uh, So they just gave some like a、uh, bread and water, like you know, glass of water, literally, really just glass and、uh, some bread, right? The bread we could none, right? So it's just some non with some water, right? So we just get to eat. They say, okay, after you finish, you will go in with like another, another like a group of like a、uh, Kurdish fighters, right? YPG, YPG on the front to doing like a defense, right? And then we 
was like uh, get really get really exciting, right? Say, so, yeah, we're going to battle now. But the uh, turn out, right? We're just doing like a defense, right? And they take us to one of the trench, right? It's not a really a trench, right? But uh, is they use digging, right? Digging some like a big hole, right? Putting all the dirt on the front, they can make like a wall, right? So that is the trenches. Um, I was thinking about if the Dash use like a heavy weapons like you know like a twenty three millimeter Dushka or all this stuff. They're definitely gonna shoot like shoot through of the dirt right. And uh, after that we went to the front and uh, we playing like a uh, two guys like a uh, one team right. Um and uh, we have like seven of us because uh, here's like uh, you know extra one guys right. So me and uh, one of the Spanish guy. And I call Alagish, and another like a a Holland guy called Hugo, right? So three of us were staying in one of the small trenches, right? So we take a turn to doing like a night guard, right? So they say, oh, in the night, three of you, three of you, uh, at least one of you guys have to be awake. So take a turn, right, to sleep. But uh, in the morning, about three o'clock, everybody have to do interior. What uh, what mean interior? Interior mean like a uh, it's curse words as uh. Uh, means getting ready. So every time, right, they say every time three or four o'clock, like as a dash, always attacking during that time. So we will get so exciting when we go to the front. The <laughs> first night, right? Uh, so actually, like, uh, we we learn some like a really funny joke, right? Say, right? Uh, oh, how do we know who is dash, who is outside, right? So the Commander just say, "Oh yeah, if you you don't know who is a friend, come out, right? Who is like a, you know, uh, dash? You just shout hover. If if they sh- you shout hover, hover, hover the key. Uh, then if they shout hover, that means our size, right? If they didn't shout you back, you just shoot them. So that this is simple, like an engaging rule. I was." I just, I just come so laughing and say, why? <laughs> wow. Why you just shout Havafu? <laughs> the turn out, right? That means Havafu, this word, right? Translate in English is friend or comrade. You know, only the companies or social is like uh, the system they call us uh, comrade, right? And uh, you know, the, what's the, I say, what's the dash mostly hates is communist system. Especially, they don't want to call each other, right? So normally they call each other co brother or sister, like some stuff. But uh, they never call like uh, the camera or this stuff, right? So they during that, you know, uh, in 2015, right? It's still on the winning side. So they despair, right, to call like each other hava or some stuff, right? So they just call themselves like a uh, uh, brothers, you know. So if you shout a hava to them and they won't shout back to you, right? You just shoot them. Because, you know, they think this is like a dishonor to their faith, dishonor to whatever they believe. So they will never shout that word. So, okay, we will try. Then turn out that night, right? Nothing happens. <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, and then? Then, like, uh, <laughs> we were so exciting. We can't, like, even sleep. We just hold rifle, right? But uh, you know, during that time, like it's very beginning of 2015, and uh, in the night, it's really cold. And we will start shaking, right? Say, yeah, how we survive the night? Then, uh, the, then they also like, encourage like uh, the female like YPJ to bring some of blanket, right? So, three big men, right? Okay, yeah. 
three men, right, hold one small blanket. We're just shaking there. And then say, yeah, one, uh, uh, one, one, one sleep, and the two, like, uh, two or one, right, just wake up, right. But the that night, right, we just can't sleep because it's too cold, right, during the night. And then in the morning, like, uh, you can you you can feel on the blank like a blanket, right, is full of water. You can imagine how cold it how cold is that. Sometimes, right, you just saw like the people. And, you know, walking around with a blanket or like, you know, batani or some stuff, right? So you can imagine how cold it, how cold it was during the desert. And in the morning and uh, like three o'clock, everybody was, uh, you know, uh, wake up. And uh, the commander really is like uh, carefully walk around all the trenches. Uh, just wake you up and say, how about, how about get ready or some stuff. And uh, everybody was ready. And uh, you know, oh, we were thinking, oh my God, that is our first fight. The dash is going to attack us. Then we we get ready. We open safety. We're putting our rifle on the dirt and looking for. Then three hours later, nothing happens. You know, the funny thing is that once the sun sunrise, right? Say, oh yeah, okay, today is finished. We can go back. They, they just leave two guys to doing like a no, uh, to doing God. And the daytime, right? So they believe, like in daytime, they don't, they won't attack, right? So they leave two guys in the day, like uh, you know, during like a uh, uh, guard. The rest of you guys just go back to sleep. So as soon as we get back to the room, and they put in some like a uh, heater, right? So, uh, so they just burning some wood, right, in the room. You know, we just went there. I straight going back. So that really tired. No, nothing happens. We were thinking about something really big is going to happen, because before they were told us right in Tetemir, right, uh, just before we arrived, just like two days before we arrived in Tetemir, right, that was a bloodbath going on inside this small city, and a lot of people died, you know, over there. So when you go there, you will face a big, you know, like a firefight. Until now, first time nothing happened. We was okay. Yes. That would be um, lucky, you guys. I guess I was thinking, right? You know, when we we're on the road, right, on the ride, right, uh, we get a shot. I was thinking, yeah, that's our time. We're going to fight some stuff. Everybody's so exciting, right? Then turning out, we're just doing like, uh, you know, God in the night. Then after a few days, they take us to one of the empty house. They say, okay, this is your house, this is your base. You guys stay here. If you need anything, just tell them. In the night, right, you guys go to the front of the, the house, from the uh, the trenches from the house to do a night guard, some stuff. Then here's some people just say, yeah, I'm not coming here to doing like fucking God or some shit, right? I'm not fighting. They start arguing with, the, you know, uh, with a Kurdish commander, right? There was this, uh, wonder why are you so angry? Why oh, is uh, something we did wrong or something? He just starts saying, Yeah, he has no fighting. I was thinking, Dude, we just have been here for a few days, right? You know, you just heard from them, they just have been through a blood bloodbath around that area, so they need a time to replenishment and just get rest, right? So you need to be patient. You know, during that time, it's funny things, right? A lot of people, right? Like two of us, and you know, uh, here's another group, there are two of them, right? Start asking to say, yeah, or we, they, they don't want to be there. They want to go into another place to have real operation. Uh, as soon as they say, and they come in and say, okay, no problem. And, uh, you know, 
in same day, right? Get the car ready, right? And they send them away. And then in same day, it's funny, right? We have uh, like a a small operation going on, like a way get a cover for the um troops to take the village on the left side. The it's not a really big operation when we won't. We are not going with the group, right? We just、uh, using machine gun and、uh, you know, you know to. Give them like cover fire, right? But、uh, that's enough for us, right? The machine gun guys and all the guys were so excited. Yeah, finally we got some like things to do, some you know, someone to get a shoot, right? But the、uh, tunnel in the night, right?、Um, the fight break out. You can't see anything on the front, because you know on the front, right? Is、uh, here's like a dirt, right? Like a sand, sand, all the stuff, and it's in the night. And、uh, here is a lot I can you know trees, bushes, some stuff you really can't see on the front, and、uh, you don't want to like、uh, start just randomly shooting, right? Because、uh, you will make like a you will make yourself a big target, right? So you know like the spark or the flash, so everybody can shoot like see that. Especially like here's no light in about two miles, as you can see very clearly, and、uh, we just get some like a、uh, small shooting. And at、uh, that time, right, that's the first time I heard like a, you know, bullet really close from me. The choom, then I can see like a,、uh, the dirt on the around. Then some like a,、uh, some things went through in there. Then a lot like a、uh, shooting going on, but、uh, I don't know. Like、uh, we, <laughs> we did some damage. We we kill someone. We do anything. So we just stay our place to you know, to doing like you know just. A, Basically, firefight, right? They shooting us, we shooting back. Then this is、uh, the first night. Then after a few days, and、uh, the commander come to us, say to us, "Oh yeah, tonight we we're going to like a big operation." And、uh, he said that Permasin is very seriously. Then we will have like a group meeting from all of us, right? And、uh, we, because you know, we are international. Understand, so they translated right, like、uh, he translated everything to us. So basically, like、uh, yeah, the big is a big village front of us, right? It's like、uh, one of the ISIS, or、uh, you know, the、uh, base. We need to take over that, then we can move move south, right? So the plan was on the left side, one group, like、uh, one company, right? One tabo on the left side, one tabo on the right side. And、uh, one couple from outside, you know, from the middle, right, to attack. So basically, the plan was a、uh, left side attack first. So create a diversion, right? All the guys from the village will go to left. Then the right side attack. So they will spare half the guys going to right, right. Then we from the middle with like a、uh, heavy weapons, you know, like armed vehicle, some stuff, right. Then go from the middle going through the village, cut the village to half, right. Then. We can fight, you know, to take them like uh bring them in small piece and、uh, take them slow, slow, uh slowly finish. So that was a、uh, like plan. We were so exciting. Everybody was thinking, yeah, that that's our times. You know, the funny things. Uh, here's one guy, right? He said, "Okay, I think I'm I'm going home now." We were saying, "Why, why do here here's the time, right? We actually go to fighting, and why you want to go home?" And、uh, you know this guy was really like war tourist, right? He said, "Oh yeah, I think my mom's sick, and、uh, I have to go home." And、uh, oh, we were sick. What the、uh, fuck, man? 
uh, this is this guy is the guy with two GoPro camera with one hand camera. I was think, what the fuck, man? You just film some like a small like a shooting back and uh, some like a basically some nothing. Then you want to go home now, and uh, this like the excuse really crap, right? Is oh my mom's sick. I I need to go back home. You know the why? But you can't say no, so they arrange your car, send him to one of the headquarters, right? In the same night, you know, after a few hours, right? Everybody get ready. We start going to operation. How how uh at this point how how many days have you been in Syria? Has it been two weeks or three weeks? Two almost three weeks. Uh, every night, right? We have a little bit like a firefight, right? Just like as they shooting us, we shoot back. Nobody get injured from outside, right? But we we don't know we get anyone from this side. Then you know, the time right is really long. <laughs> Uh, but you know, overall, we just staying like uh, in Syria about maximum right about a month, a month. Yeah, then some guys started say yeah, he's no fighting. They want to you know change to another place. Some guys just think about yeah, here's a, uh yeah, I have enough film right for my stuff. So yeah, my mom six and gone. Then our group start just about ten people now. The they say here's a big operation going on. Then we're waiting the same night, right? We were getting so ready for that. I was so exciting, right? And uh, um, supposed to be like a three o'clock, right? On the left side, the group were attacking the village. Then the right side attacking, but uh, I don't know somehow the miscommunication or something wrong, right? The left side didn't attack on the right time. The right side. They, they they don't know what to do, right? They think, yeah, is a nobody in the village. Then they start attacking. Then the left side heard about the right side attacking. They was think, what the fuck is going on? The left side attacking. Then the both side really confused. And in, we was in the middle, right? We been ordered to hold the opposition until you know now what really is going on. So. Yeah, everything was so confused. The one of the uh, high, like the frontline commander, right? Then come in and uh, he saw about this, and another uh, side was thinking, right? Like uh, you know, yeah, they they will get like a uh, reinforcement by ISIS, right? So they asked the commander to get like a、uh, international, you know, American airstrike to help them. They commander proved that, say, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, no problem. You guys pull him back or some shit, right? Then. You know, it's funny. It's like、uh, the commander don't know what really happened on the front, so he gave the coordinate to the Americans, right? The American was asking him to confirm about the coordinate because they can see UAV. Here's a bunch of guys, right? They don't know who's who.、They're、asking, is this a、uh, like a dash? So this guy said, yeah, hey, the dash. We need an airstrike like in, for them immediately. So they drone, you know, shooting like you know, hail fire missile to the place. Then turn out over there, right? Is all that group, right? Is our size, nineteen of us, right? And、uh, all of them, right? Like a、uh, seventeen of them get die straight away. One guy get seriously burned. He die after a few days, you know, or about the wound. And then one guy get like a light injury. He was so like full of his body, right? Full of like you know white like dirt and the sand stuff, and、uh, 
he literally he don't know what really happens and he can't hear us after like you know the explosion. He was so confused, and、uh, during that time everybody was cheering, say yes, but because they didn't know the airstrike, their own their own troops. I so big mistake and、uh, that make all the operation stop. I don't know what's wrong with the commander. I、right? know、uh, he just say, "Oh yeah, front troop, everybody come back." I say, well, "What the fuck, man? You just take like a half day village and you want everybody come back? Then everybody come back." That night was really awful, man. What do you know? What happened to that commander? Yeah, after that we heard like this commander was sent to. Uh, re- like a getting investigation first, and sent to re-education camp, and、uh, they take all the troops from his under his command to give to another one. So yeah, that is what happened to the commander there because you know、uh, they have a lot of troops, but not enough commander. So apparently the commander still need him, and、uh, in the night like a.、Uh, Uh, they're going to attack, right? That is so funny, right? And、uh, you know, that place in Tatami, right? They capture one tank from the dash. It's Type Fifty Nine, like you know, Chinese tank. It, it is funny, right? Like they drive around all night in the drive around with the tank all night、uh, around us, right? We was asking, hey, Hava, why you don't shoot? Or use that tank to attack the village, right? So they just tell us really funny, like a、uh, something really funny, right? This guy will say, "Oh yeah, we use the tank, drive around tank, just trying to scaring the dash, make the think we have a lot of, like、uh, tanks on vehicle there, and、uh, you know, so they won't like、uh, attack us. So we use the tank sound to protect us, and、uh, we don't really have any ammunition after after turn."、Uh, After I find out, like they only have like a, uh, limit like the ammunition every week. You know, every week they only can get three rounds of like a shot for Type Fifty Nine. You know, or Type uh or T Fifty Four. You know, Russian tank. So, the situation for us is stuck getting better because we have the international help, but also is bad because with lack of ammunition, lack of everything. You know the. Uh, AK like、uh, some someone use the AK is actually from 1950 something. The oldest AK is like、uh, I saw is from nine 1949. That is how old like this stuff is. Wow. So what happened after this operation?、Uh, after this operation, right,、uh, we go back to like、uh, our normal like a、uh, stationary time. Uh, we're doing nothing. You know, just doing like in the night. We're doing the guard in the day. We sleep, eat something. After one week, and、uh, there was、uh, more and more people to send to our front. We were thinking, yeah, maybe、uh, here's an operation going on. And、uh, the one one day, here's like about two cars coming, right? And、uh, they drop off a lot of people, right? About like another、uh, ten people, right, to join us. So. <laughs> Um, we was like about eighteen, nineteen, yeah, almost twenty people, right? During that time, so that is the first time, you know, like uh, maybe you saw the picture for me, um, first time in two thousand fifteen, I was a group like a Western, hold a rifle to like uh, you know, to take a group picture, 
So that is the first like a kind of like first international group during that time. And uh, we was like asking by one of the journalists, he want to come to there to see us because he heard his group international to join YPG, right? To help, uh, to help them to fight against ISIS. So that is the first time I was explored to the social media. Wow! What did you did you see more battles after that during your first war? Yeah, after that, right, we went to know like a know like a battle, right? That battle, right, is kind of is a little bit better than that one, but it also is worse. So what happened is like we get order, right? We we attack the village again, right, and. Uh, Oh, uh, so basically, uh, sorry, I trying to make this uh word right. So we was like doing no more guard duty in in the night. We be thinking, yeah, it's not a shit shit night, right? Nothing happens. Then, um, we start taking sleep, take turn to doing like a guard duty, some shit. Then in the morning, two o'clock, something right. I some people heard like uh, on the like left front of us. Here's another trencher, right. We saw them like they start like moving around, then start waking like uh, uh, everybody up around us, right? They hover, 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 amazing, 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 dash, dash, like they start saying like this, right? Because uh, they heard something, and uh, then we start heard something as well, like a small step, or very, very quiet step, like you can, you only can hear, right? Like, like this stuff. And uh, all the bush, right, is start like a little bit moving, but very, very light. You can't see anything, because also in the night, also like here's no moon, like uh, they just told us like a dash, like a really attack, really like to attack when here's no moon or when he's raining or here's a sandstorm, because they believe that is the time like uh, they allow credit for them to attack. So that night here's no moon, so you really can't see like uh, what's uh, on your phone. The you only can see about like five or seven meters that long, so everybody was get up and everybody is putting the rifle and not get ready, right? And and suddenly, right, someone was shouting dash dash like really loud, right? Then everybody start lighting up, like a uh, we don't know what happened, right? We start we heard about dash, we start shooting the front, and everybody start shoot, cause. You know, on the left side, shoot, right side, shoot. And we say, yeah, shall we shoot? Yeah, why not? Then we start fighting off, right? And uh, apparently, like, uh, from the bush, right, just about 20 meters away from us, like, uh, you know, we get a sh- shot, right? And a lot of, like, a bullet fly through over us. And we saw, like, the people use RPG. Then the Dushka truck is just drive, just park, behind, like, a... Right behind us, start shooting, bam, bam, bam. Then we realize we get a, like an attack, but luckily, like on the phone, the YPG, like they heard from them. Otherwise, they were getting so close, right? Maybe uh, throw a grenade to us or cut our throat open. That night is like literally the first like a uh, fight, fight, big battle for us, because uh, we were thinking, yeah, no single. It's going to happen, so everybody's stuck in lazy, getting used to. But yeah, yeah, just like this. Then this sudden attack, we, I would get shocked, and everybody was get shocked. And uh, for me, you know, before we get shot, we shoot them back, but uh, it's not that close. And uh, oh, every my mind is literally like a blind, like nothing. Then oh, I can, 
all I can think about is just shoot, you know, putting my triggers. That's it. And uh, you know, the bullet just keep flying from us, like a literally really big firefights going on. The I was, you know, the first time uh, I use my rifle to shoot someone. I don't know, I killed them or no, but I shoot them. So I was really like a uh, um, nervous, and uh, I literally like a uh, have no like uh, I didn't think about anything. In my in my mind, it's literally just blank. I didn't think about anything. I just uh, put a trigger. My heart rate really um, really high, and uh, my breathing start like a really like a deep breath or some stuff. And uh, everybody start shooting right. And uh, you, you know when you realize right, then the magazine was was empty. Then you change around. Then after that, continue about like about ten minutes right. Then someone running to us and say, "How oh, well, get ready, right?" So we we use all the force to attack them. So we push them back the attack. So what the commander was ordered, right? Everybody was like, uh, you know, uh, to move forward to attack them. Use the uh, you know the advantage. Then the translator come in, bring with another few guys. We all of us, right, stay in one place, one one place. Then we move to one of the house, uh, just behind the house. Um, we get an order. Say, yeah, uh, everybody check your magazine, check your stuff. Okay, we start move forward. Then we get half of the trenches. Just uh, start like, slowly walk to the front, right? On the left side, we can tell from left side, from right side, everybody start like move out of like trenches, start move forward. You know, I was thinking, oh shit, man, this is. This will be so bad because we don't get any support by armed vehicle or tank or anything, right? So we start just move forward like this, and I, uh, I was really scared, and I don't know what you know. My first time. This is literally my first time, like uh, to start like fighting. The, I, uh, I was literally like uh, just uh, okay. They told me to. Move forward, okay, I just move. Forward. I didn't really think about anything, and the inside of inside of me, I feel a little bit exciting as well because you know, like yeah, he's like a really fight fight, and uh, we're going to see some action. But the tunnel, like right, that is like another disaster as well. Luckily, like a uh, we didn't get like a uh, get a kill, but. Uh, we survive, and uh, some people just get uh, like a scratch. That's it. Wow. Was anybody from your team got injured in this fight? They didn't get like they get a light injury. Right? They just get like a body just scratch the like the legs, but uh, didn't cause serious bleeding or something. Just like you know, just pass. He was so lucky, and uh, that's it. Because what happened, right? Because we been ordered to move four, and uh, here was like some bush. Like uh, to give us cover, then we just uh, you know cross the bush. Then, then we saw a small like a uh, stone road. We just like what the fuck? Here's no cover. What's we gonna do? <clears throat> and at uh, that time, right, the that time, right, everybody was getting ready on the edge of the bush, right? And uh, we say, yeah, everybody run cross this small stone road right to the. The small wall over there. Then use that wall to take cover. Then start move again like this stuff. During that time, right, that is my first time, right. I was literally 
don't know what I'm, what I'm going to do. And uh, you know, they we just go in there, and uh, they, they they shooting us right, because we saw like a lot of the, the dash right rolling across like uh, the road and uh, jump over the fence and trying to move back the position. Then some of the commanders think that's a good great opportunity right. We need chase him. So once some like uh, on the left side, some people just uh, don't 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 care right. They start like uh, running off. Then. Literally, that side start like lighting up, right? They use like Dushka as well, and the machine can just shoot us back, like you know, worse than before. With like a uh, that time, I was thinking, oh shit, that is trapped. So they want us to get that, you know, want us to attack them so they can t- attack us back. And during that time, I saw like a uh, Dushka, everything, you know, just lighting up there. I literally just frozen. Literally, just I just fucking. Like a stock stand over there, just doing nothing. I don't know what to do, and the fucking I, I didn't think about anything. And you know, on the on the right side, here's some people was with us, and uh, he just literally just get. I I saw the you know he was like a like a, you know trying to crawl over there or something. I was uh I would look him and our uh, our friends asking yeah hover hover. I'm pitching, I'm pitching. Uh, let's go, let's go. Then they touch him, right? Yeah, he's full of blood. He literally just get shot there, and uh, that that he already dead, right? He, his body just there. I that make me more shocked, right? I literally froze. I literally don't know what to do. One of the our guys from the American, right? What we call him is J, uh, Jesse, right? And uh, he literally just slap on my face and drop me and say, "Yeah, get off your fucking knee down, right?" And then uh, we're going to back. So that's uh, what happens that night uh, when we get a uh, trying to attack. The second day we we call. That that reminds me of a question: When you guys were fighting, were all the international volunteers? Uh, were you all guys all grouped together in one unit? I mean, how did you guys communicate, or or did they uh, did they put you in Kurdish units? Uh, we was like attached to a Kurdish unit, but we got way too many people, right? So they think, yeah, we still with this unit, right? But uh, uh, we have like our own team, like uh, before with three of our international with three of the Kurdish group, but now we're just full of internationals with one translator, right? So that's our our group when we're going to offense. That time, right? Us was a single line formation, trying to like you know cross slowly, and as a translator, right, and as a com- like our group commander, right, on the front. So he's North American guy with a German dude was like uh, on the front. I was on the fourth, uh, fourth guys, right. The we get attacked really badly, and uh, after that, like we just say, yeah, everybody, we should fall him back. Then that's how we get it back. Wow. Now, after that firefight, did um, did some volunteer decide to leave at this point? Oh yeah! After that, three of them say, "Yeah, they're so stupid. They don't know any tactic, right? All the stuff." So I'm not fucking just die for this. Uh, I'm not come here just fight for those fucking stupid like uh, idiots. Then they left. Then here's one guy get a like a uh, you know body scratch on the legs, right? And uh, he said he need to go to the hospital, and uh. I was saying, like, uh, yeah, um, 
can't go with them. So, you know, we're just killing some mines. Like, um, I'm, people thinking, yeah, I was frozen before. And, uh, yeah, I should, like, take a little bit of rest. I said, okay, yeah, we're driving to, like, a, one of the a hospital in Tetermin, right? And then when we go in there, I was sort of like, another two guys, the accomplished dude and another, uh, the Canadian guy. Because, uh, you know, on the after training, we were separate from each other, right? Uh, I didn't know they was doing, like, a medical like a training or like a, like a medical nursing in the hospital right i was told what happens they would say oh no don't worry about you i say oh uh, uh, yeah you guys did good job and uh, you know before i was asked uh, asking them right can i send to the um local to see how the um, political system work and how they're doing to see like the system is working, how the party is, uh, party is doing. They were saying, yeah, yeah, no problem. How about, yeah, we can send you, but never did. The first place they sent it to us yeah, is a firefight. So they, it's rare to send the people to the political side to see how they work. So my first two rides really literally just get shot a lot, like, right, get shot or shooting them back a little bit, then get a shot, then go to the hospital for a little bit. Then that's it, that's my first two. <laughs> then uh, I was asking the commander, I can't go to the hospital because I wanted to do something more in hospital, right? And uh, you know, before I was thinking like a good hospital, I can see how the, you know, the political side, how the local authority works. So that is what I originally come from. But uh, some people thinking, yeah, 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 dude, uh, you should take the time to get a rest, and after that, you, sh you should come back. I said, yeah, no problem. Then the, uh, those guys sent me to the hospital. So that is uh, how I'm end up in the hospital. So um, how long did you spend at, at the hospital? I spent quite a long time in the hospital, like about three months and two and a half, yeah. So what happened is like oh, I went to the hospital. Right? I said, "Do I have like a medical experience?" I said, "Just basic first day, come back battlefield uh, first day." Then they sent me to the Siri County, and uh, to training with another like uh, volunteers, like uh, you know international volunteers, all this stuff to doing like a uh, come back like a uh, paramedic, you know, like a medical unit, some stuff. So I was there for a few weeks so uh, you, maybe you can see from my Weibo or somewhere I took that, like a picture and all the medical personnel in Syria County after that I was sent back to like Tatema right and uh, that's a really like a shit is going to happen right sometimes I feel like right I rather to stay on the front to you know to doing something like uh, shooting them or shooting a shot I don't want to stay in the hospital because what happened in the hospital is like you, you will see a lot of things, right? Like people with come in with broken legs or just like, you know, the face get a shot, the ice is gone, the stomach was open and uh, some people, right, even like uh, both hands get a blow up, what's going to do? So sometimes right, I understand like, you know, why people don't want to stay on their behind or first day station because they're seeing a lot of shit. And uh, here helping the, the doctors in the hospital? Yeah, like uh, what happened in Tetemurai is only two qualified doctors in entire area and uh, only one qualified nurse with uh, uh, three, like a uh, training nurse. They haven't finished yet. 
That's it. That's it. All everyone they have, they have like some volunteering, right? Just like two girls, right? Also, it's the relevant. So that's why they come to help the hospital. That's it. He's nobody in the hospital. Nobody know anything. The me and the Spanish dude and the Canadian guy we were volunteering to go into like the hospital, right? Sometimes like the hospital was easy. Sometimes really hard, because you know just depend on the firefight. If here is like operation going on, maybe one night here turn out about thirty of the injuries or about twenty of injuries. You know they only have two bed. Like you know, they can like、uh, treat them, so all the people have to wait outside. You know, I have seen people you know bleed to die. Nobody, nobody know how to make tourniquet. They they don't even have a tourniquet. So we just watch one of the guys and he like、uh, hold his brother, hold his brother right, then run into like the hospital right, ask the doctor to save his brother, but、uh, the doctor was busy. All the nurse training nurses busy. Me and another dude was like、uh, helping bandage another guy's like、uh, you know his leg is like a serious bleeding and we're trying to like、uh, doing like、uh, stop the bleeding. So he was、uh, holding his brother stand the door and watch his brother、like, bleed to death. That is really sad like a sad time when you saw that. You know, I, we're trying to help, but、uh, we don't have enough like a、uh, manpower or medicine and stuff. This guy, right, literally just hold his brother stand the door and、uh, just watch his brother die. Wow. Wow. That's some heavy stuff, man. Yeah. Sometimes I really like a regret to go to hospital. I rather to spend more time on the phone, because on、uh, the phone all you can thinking about is you know. Just life then, right? You don't like、uh, if you get killed, then you get killed. But in the hospital. Is very safe, or maybe not. Sometimes you can have like a suicide bomb, right? And、uh, you see a lot of stuff.、Uh, the Spanish guy, right? And、uh, his name is Amor. Oh, right now, right? What happened to him right now? Oh shit! I don't know. Should I say it? I don't know. But he killed him. This is a、uh, the Spanish communist guy in your、yeah. group, right? Because what happened to him is,、uh, he killed himself. In 2016, after he go back to Spain, and、uh, he left uh, like a.、Uh, let's just say, yeah, he seen too much stuff in Syria, and、uh, he really can't take that. He have nightmare. He can't take that anymore. So he killed himself. Wow! It sounds like he has a very bad post traumatic、uh, post traumatic distress disorder.、Um, It is because I only stay there for like two and a half months, and I go back to my、uh, fighting unit, right? I try to be a comeback medic, right? So I always uh, uh, help the people from the front. So the so sometimes, right? The base, like the very stationary with the hospital, is about like ten kilometer or five six kilometer, right?、Uh, and they don't have tourniquet, and nobody know how to use tourniquet. Also, you know, right? Some some guy like、uh, they think they know how to like、uh, bandage people, right? Just put some clothes on the wound, just hold there. They won't give the pressure on the wound, so they just put in there. One day, right? Here's a oh, shit. So one day, here's a one truck coming, right? Here's five guys. Was like an injury, and one guy seriously injured was in the back of the sea, and another four guy was on the you know back of the Toyota. 
the one one of the guy gets seriously uh, wounding right, and the he he bleeding so much so badly right. So once they cut stop, we take him to like the emergency room and leave another four guys outside. That's what they told us, right? They are just like a lightly wound, right? Soon as we try to finish this guy, you know, because he both his legs get blow up and his right arm get blow up, right? And his face got big, like wound. So we try to like uh, stitch uh, him up and uh, trying to, you know, give some give some like a blood, some stuff. So that time we was giving blood, like donation blood. Which I leave four guys outside. So they say, yeah, no, the four guys have little basic treatment. Soon as we finish, maybe just like 10 minutes, right? We're going outside. You know, we, I open it, you know, the back of the Toyota, right? What I can see, just blood, you know, dripping and uh, come out from the back of the truck. Four of them are already dead, you know, and they, oh, like the blood is not even fresh, just smell like uh, iron and grass and stuff, you know. Isn't the plus is getting dark and it gets sticky? It's not fresh blood, so here's a lot like things in the time uh, while in the hospital, and uh, you know that we lack of everything. So the people, like especially the YPG, they don't know what they're doing. They think they have like a little bit like a training, but uh, it's bad. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I'm surprised you stay there that long. I mean, three months is a long time. Um, how so? How did you did you manage to get back to the front after that? Uh, after that, I went back to my unit, but uh, I didn't stay with my unit that long because I think I need a rest because three months was on the front and a three month like a two and a half with the hospital. Then I go back to with my old unit. During that time, right here was like a. Uh, international unit now, because they what they happen is they trying to make all the international go into one group. So that was the international taboo. <clears throat> and uh, that time, right, it, literally every Western was going there. He, that group will almost have like about fifty of Western. That's the highest, you know. And uh, but uh, I I would stay there. We're doing nothing because we are trying to get a preparing for another like uh, operation. I was saying, yeah, okay. Then every day I have nothing to do, and I just stuck there, right? And I just say, you know, I think I need to get a little bit of time, uh, you know, to get a rest. So that is the time I say to the, my commander, right? I want to, you know, take a vacation. I want to go back to UK, you know, maybe in the future I come back. So that is how I finish my first tour. Wow, I mean that's. That's uh, you've seen a lot on you know the first six months, um. But what made you go back? I mean, after you, so you came back to UK, um. You know, you are away from all that crazy war stuff. But what 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 made you decide? Okay, um, I'm I'm gonna go back now. How did that happen? You know, like a. <clears throat> I said before, I wanted to go there. It's not only about the fighting. Uh, I want to help the people that I did in the hospital, right? But I really want to see how the system works. Because, you know, my original plan is come to here to see the political side, to learn, to see how is this, like, uh, idea, how this 
system is going to work? Is good for the people, or they just react too much, or they just dictatorship? So after I've been fighting with my own government to get my passport back in 2015, right? Uh, because uh, in 2015 I get arrested as soon as I, as soon as I land in the UK. Uh, it's a funny story. Do you want to hear about that? Yes, yes, please. Thank、you